Jeff Coburn, and we welcome you to another Disney at Play podcast. We are uh, so excited to continue our What We Love series. We have been around the world. If you've not captured some of our uh, posts from Shanghai and Hong Kong and Tokyo and Paris and California, now we've been at Walt Disney World. We've covered Disney's Animal Kingdom and Epcot. We've talked about um, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. And today is the perfect day to talk about what we love most about the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. I say that because um, today is the day that Walt Disney World's hotels are officially reopening after this uh, pandemic. Uh, it is only the DVC hotels today, but this is a perfect day to gather folks who love the Disney Resort hotels, including DVC members, and talk about what we love about these hotels. And so join us as we uh, share with you uh, our thoughts, impressions, um, stories, and, uh, and what we love most about Walt Disney World Resort hotels. All right, for this podcast, we have uh, two couples joining me this evening. We have uh, David and Leah Zanola. How are you both this evening? Hello, hello. Greetings from Illinois. Good to have you both with us. It's been a while since we've had Leah, and uh, we're thrilled to have uh, have you with us. And we also have John and Lori Scally, who uh, John has been a former client of mine uh, up in Washington, D.C., but they are big Disney fans, big DVC fans, and we are glad to have both of you this evening. How are you doing? Well, we're doing great. Thanks for having us. And, and hi, David and Leah. Good to meet you. Hello. Look forward to this. This is cool. Uh, we are uh, here to talk about what we love most about staying at Walt Disney World Resort hotels, and these guys cover the gamut. They have been around and back and forth to all the resorts. I have stayed at a number of resorts. I've certainly spent uh, an enormous. I've probably spent more time than any of you in the resorts. I just haven't spent nights in all of the resorts. So between all of us, I think we'll be able to, to share what, uh, what we love most about these resorts, whether we're staying nights or whether we're just visiting. Um, let's start if, uh, first the question if I can, uh, what is it about staying on a Walt Disney World property hotel as opposed to just staying uh, in another hotel on I Drive or 192. What is what is the magic of staying in a Walt Disney World hotel? And I, I just uh, why don't we start with Zanolas and uh, uh, particularly you, Leah? Ooh, I get to go first. Yeah. Um, we almost always stay on Disney property. We we like to we like the convenience of the transportation um, is probably one of the top reasons, um, but also it keeps you in the, in the Disney magic bubble and the, the uh, resorts are themed. And so you're kind of never leaving that, that Disney theme, even when you're at your resort, there is, are some resorts obviously that are more, more Mickey than others. Um, but we really like that. We enjoy having the whole Disney experience, the whole vacation. Love that. Do you want to add anything there, David? No, I think she covered most of it. I mean, I think the difference for us or what we enjoy is having young kids. It's nice to be able to know that, they're going to still get that Disney touch, that Disney flavor, no matter whether we're at the resort for the night or in the morning or at the park. So that's a nice kind of all-encompassing uh, Disney Disney vacation for us. 
Now, Scully, I don't think you've ever stayed. Have you ever stayed off property? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. In the very beginning. Yeah, this is when we were uh, in the Navy and stationed down in Jacksonville and had no money. So, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I could We stayed quite a few on... Um, I four? I, it, no. Oh. 192? Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Red Roof Inn, Best Western, Sherry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we stayed at all those way back then. No wonder your tastes are so expensive now, because <laughs> you don't you don't stay in anything but a deluxe resort uh, at this oh, point, yeah. and even at, you're at the deluxe of the deluxe. So <laughs> I'd have to. I mean, I think with the uh, what was said by David Leah, I, I would say yes. The convenience is there. You're into the magic. I mean, having stayed off off property. You know, you're loading the kids up in the car, you're making the drive. And although the tram ride to the, uh, you know, to the parking lot or once you got in the parking lot, the, the tram line back way back when we did it. I mean, that was a little funny and it used to be comical, but it gets old. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is. It, it <laughs> Trust <old>. me. Uh, <laughs> Some so of it, us just take up walking. <laughs> exactly right. So, I mean, the, the magic, you know, it's not cliche, but it's the kind of magic it's, it's hitting you. And I think, uh, at least for us, we live in Virginia, so you're flying down to, to Orlando, and as soon as you're checking in there for Magic Express, you're starting to starting to get into the groove, so to speak. And uh, and I think also for the kids, now all our kids are grown now, but they still come with us when we go down there. Uh, you know, it was obviously a better experience for them staying on property, because uh, I don't know about you guys, but we, we typically, at least, as the kids got older, we weren't going to the parks in the daytime. We reserved that for the evening when it's a little cooler. So, you know, playing in the pools and stuff like that, that was a big thing. And it, that became a, you know, the a big part of the, yeah, yeah. big part of the experience. And, and so you know, I chatted about previously, you start actually enjoying the resort too. So it's more than just the parks, it's actually enjoying the resort. And that's probably one of the reasons why I asked the two of you, because I think, uh, of, of a lot of people I know, you two have come to just appreciate the resort itself. You don't have to be in the park to have a great vacation. And, uh, and a lot of people, you know, they, they spend a good deal of money to stay at a Disney resort, but then they're, they're gone from, from early morning until late at night and, and uh, trying to get there. So is there any particular activities that you do or traditions that you have for getting ready for your next Disney trip? Anything that makes you kind of anticipate that resort stay? When the kids were little, we did. Um, you know, we would do the whole paperclip thing, you know, it's like, you know, 99 days out and, you know, we're in double digits and get the suitcases out at one month out and find <laughs> the ponjos. And start packing, you know, taking the, the clothes out of the laundry and putting them in the suitcases, you know. But um, not anymore. We really don't do that. I mean, it, it was more for the kids to get them excited. Well, I think it was for both of us. But, you know, you just, it was also, we usually go in the beginning of July. So it was like the end of the school year. And then, boom, then we could get to go to Disney. So. And I'd say today, maybe tradition would be, uh, because we still have, uh, you know, the older, like I said, there are, we have five children and they're all Disney fanatics too. Uh, so, Most. well, four, <laughs> four out of five. Uh, and I will say they get excited of, okay, who's, who's doing, what is it, 
the time period out where you're starting to do your fast passes and and you're starting to do He's uh, making the fast pass for us. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, I gave so, that up to So we kind of gave it up to them. So that's became their their job. So they get excited that's about cool. that. And obviously we have grandkids that are coming with us, so they're getting excited. Cool. How about you, Zanolas? I don't know that we have a specific ritual or anything. We did magic band chains yeah, uh, we've once or twice. Yeah, we talked about that on here before. We've um, done countdown chains with our magic bands. Oh. I don't know that we have anything we specific. Do, um, How many magic bands do you have to be able to do a chain? Well, but you have to realize with there being five of us, and then uh, okay. if you ever do if you ever do a split stay, you get one oh, yeah. for each resort. So if we do a split stay with two hotels, then that's 10 per trip. And so and it just ends up. We don't start out at 90, like Lori mentioned, Lori mentioned 99 days. We're not starting with 99 magic bands. It's, it's much closer to the trip. Maybe like two weeks, like, yeah. like, like okay. two or three weeks out. Yeah. And we will watch um, a movie that might have to do with a ride that like, if we haven't watched a certain movie before, we need to introduce a character to, you know, to a child when they're younger, then we would watch movies going up and up to a trip. Cool, cool. So in the original um, A Dream Called Walt Disney World, the original promotional movie, it said, it said, getting around Walt Disney World is just half the fun. So <laughs> I'm not sure if it's still half the fun, but is your, is there any aspect of transportation around the parks uh, uh, a big driver? on where you end up staying. I say now would be the Skyliner for us. Yeah. Cause I would just ride that thing for hours. Yeah. And for a shorter trip where we might be more likely to stay like at the contemporary or Polynesian or something so that we can do the monorail. Cause we, t we tend to spend most of our time at magic kingdom anyway. And so it kind of depends on what is our goal on that trip? Where are we planning on spending the most time? We take our kids on birthday trips. And so that might depend on which, which park are they wanting to spend more time at? Which one do we want to be closer to? Scallies, I think you have a monorail named after you. Is that correct? <laughs> I, I think. I mean, we're, we're clearly the monorail type. Uh, so our, our home resort is Bay Lake Tower. And we, we purposely picked that because you can just walk the Magic Kingdom. And that's what we typically do. You just walk and it's like, it's like what? 20 minute walk it's, yeah. it's nice and it's comfortable if you don't have to do transportation all the better <laughs> yeah i mean yeah walking then is a big yeah, is a big driver and uh, if they finish that um bridge over there at the grand floridian will be wonderful oh uh, yeah 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 i mean you kind of alluded to it jeff and i and i think uh dan lee you you probably i think you would agree transportation can sometimes be tough on Disney property. I mean, you're waiting for the bus and you know, you're waiting for the bus and you're still waiting for the bus. Uh, so that's trying at times. I mean, and it's probably because more and more people are going down there and saturating the system. Uh, it is a good thing that Disney does have the transportation and don't get me wrong. Uh, but there have been times we're using Uber just because it's easier. That said, compared to driving from off property to on property, no, to me, on property is the way to go because even with the sometimes uh, uh, late buses, et cetera, you know, it's, it's still the way to go. And again, being around the, uh, uh, on the monorail loop there, it, it is, is, is very helpful. I, so guess which transportation mode we love most at Walt Disney World. Anybody want to make a guess that our family loves the most? The 
the the horse drawn carriage in Magic Kingdom. Well, that's true. That's true. With Preston and his love of horse, that would, is very true. For us, when we stay at the Polynesian as well as a Grand Floridian, uh-huh. uh, we actually favor the boat more than over the over the monorail. And that is a great little service. That little boat. It's so beautiful on the water. My answer was golf pargos. Um, the park. I don't know if any of you guys have ever stayed at at uh, the campground, but we've done the cabins at the campground, and we get the pargos. And I'm telling you, we have more fun zipping around from the meadows to Pioneer Hall to the horses on those on those pargos than anything else we we make a whole stay out of those pargos so so i just had i know i don't think we'll ever come back to the campground as the place to stay although <laughs> let me tell you some of the most die hard vacationers are at the campground you know we talk about maybe doing a week or two we're sitting you know they're out there doing two three months or as much as they are allowed to stay of course, it's a different price model, but but boy, they have there is a loyalty to the campground that is far beyond uh, what most people have toward a particular uh, resort. Um, okay, so uh, John, you mentioned the pool. You guys, what's your favorite? What's your favorite pool or resort recreation when you're at uh, at the hotels? Zanolas, you're not a pool foe. I forgot. You're not really pool people. But the kids, the kids we enjoy are. the pools. We, we, are. we are. Yeah, Polynesian, I would think. By Bay Lake second. I would probably go more, I would favor more Bay Lake than Polynesian, but they're both up there. Uh, whether it's, you know, the you got the quiet pool in both, both uh, uh, hotels, or you got the more busy uh, pool. But I think they're, 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 they're great. I find it relaxing. Polynesian, love probably a little bit, I'm sorry, the Bay Lake Tower, a little quieter than maybe the Polynesian pool. Although the, if, if you go into the, uh, I guess the DVC pool at the Polynesian, uh, that is very spacious, usually not very busy. Uh, you have food right there, which is very good. Uh, that's one thing I like about the Polynesian in comparison to Bay Lake Tower. They serve a little bit at their, at their pool bar. Uh, pool side? Right, but not as I think it's not as extensive as the as the Polynesian. So, David, Leah, yeah, David Zanola does not know how to relax at Disney, so we do not hang out <laughs> at the pools. <laughs> um, we if, have a if, few times. If, I, if I'm at Disney World, I'm in one of two places. I'm either sleeping or I'm in the parks. If I go back for the afternoon, I'm gonna sleep. I can sit in my bathtub at home if I want to. <laughs> So <laughs> to I'm be fair, be we don't swim at home either. Yeah, that's so. that, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> in the, at least in the bathroom. I can't tell you the last time I was in a pool. I don't remember the last time I was in so, a pool. So I just need to put a vote out there for Storm Along Bay because I think that is, and one of the little truths that most people don't know about Storm Along Bay is that when uh, Yacht and Beach originally opened, they actually had fish in the water. And um, after a month or two of the fish in the water, they came to a realization that um, the fish left a, a somewhat slimy coat onto, 
onto the pool uh, surfaces underwater. And so to avoid slippage, they had to take out the fish. But, but originally that was so thematic with, with the idea of swimming, you know, in, in, the, in a bay, in a water bay that, uh, that uh, yeah, at any rate, that's, uh, that's I'm a little lost, Jeff. point. Jeff, I'm a little lost. What's the slimy coat from? <laughs> uh, that's uh, I want to keep my family rating here. You want to keep your clean podcast. rating? No, I got it. I got it. That's fair. Who says it's from the fish? <laughs> okay, so uh, we're gonna go around real quick. Dining choices, the place for breakfast. Go. This is the hotels now, right? Yes, yes. Only at the resorts. I'm gonna start and say Boma for breakfast buffet. Yeah, that's good. I'd, I'd say, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, guys, you would go, you go first. Ahead. I would say um, Captain Cook's that's what I was to get Tonga toast. Tonga mm. toast with strawberry sauce. Mm. The Wave, they have a good standard, regular American breakfasts and buffet that's really, really good. I've heard that they have a very affordable, comparatively mm. speaking, affordable yeah. buffet at Wave. I. Yeah, you know what? That's where we're gonna go next when we're yeah, I think if you ever return. <laughs> Eighteen bucks, but it includes your um, coffee and it includes your juice. So the mm. coffee's like you know three or four bucks, and the juice is another three or four bucks. So yeah, that is really good for yeah. for a meal at, for a sit down meal at Disney. And then you can just walk over to the Magic Kingdom afterwards. Exactly. That's very cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. How about lunch or snacks? Is there any hotel that you say I gotta go? It's so good that I would come back for lunch or for, for a snack? Well, uh, I don't, there's nothing jumping out that says it's so good I gotta go back just for lunch or a snack. Uh, the Polynesian, I think the, uh, is it Captain, Captain, Captain Cooks. Cooks, I thought they have a very good uh, selection for lunch. Uh, I, I would have to rate the Polynesian, I think. I'm trying to think of Grand we Polynesian. often we often will take the boat that you mentioned earlier over to the Polynesian yeah. and grab lunch rather than do it in the Magic Kingdom and then just walk into the parking lot to grab our car and, and head out. Um, Gasparillas is not bad for that same reason. Yeah, Leah, you were gonna say. That's what I picked too. They have really good pulled pork nachos with homemade chips. Mm. It's like a mixture of and protein like a, chips and wonton chips. Yeah. Like an aioli with like a um, pineapple slaw and yeah. stuff on it. It's yeah. real, and, and it's a huge help. I mean, easily two people can share it easily. So you can get by and it's never busy in there at lunch. There's a pretty good air conditioned spot, but there's also outside seating. Um, if I had, so if I couldn't take Captain Cook's, I would actually say, um, uh, the the dining hall at uh, Port Orleans French Quarter because um, they have they have jambalaya and more importantly who cares about the jambalaya they have beignets right um, and if you have anybody that's gluten free with you they have gluten free beignets that you can have made to order and they are spectacular so um, I would probably say uh, there yeah that's probably where I would say now the only thing is and I think it may have it, there were rumors they were filing for bankruptcy right around when all this started. But if we had a snack, we would go to Ample Hills Creamery on the boardwalk. Yeah, that is phenomenal ice cream. Have you guys tried that, uh, Scallies? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah. On the boardwalk. Um, okay, dinner. I, I, I know the Scallies' response. It's going to be California Grill. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, really? Uh, I mean, it's... 
I would still think uh, in comparison, and Jeff and I have a running joke because I think the last time we died, we went to California Gill and it was like, okay. Uh, but uh, the wave I thought was very good. Uh, I think they do a very good, good job. Uh, when you, I think over at uh, uh, Grand Floridian, the cafe, we've had dinner there. That's very good. Yeah, we've done that. Rose is very good too. Uh, so they kind of stand up for me. I would say years ago, the Polynesian, uh, yeah. what was it? Uh, Kona Cafe. Kona Cafe was now good. Now their menu is terrible. Their, me their menu is not. <laughs> we don't. We don't care for it. It's. It's not. It's not the same. Uh, so, how about you, Zanolis? So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cheat. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk in to Ohana, and I'm gonna slip the server a fifty <laughs> to get me a plate <laughs> of the pot stickers. Yeah, and then I'm going to take an Uber to Animal Kingdom Lodge and I'm going to get this, the filet at Gico. And then I'm going to ask them to get me the macaroni and cheese that's off menu. On, on the Gico like menu. Soup. That was up there on my choices. The soup at Boma, you like the mulligatani? Oh, the mulligatani soup at Boma is good too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, now, you know, we were going to ask about room service, too. And I understand you can order Ohana room service. Mm. At the Polynesian. We've done that. Right. At the Polynesian. That's excellent. That's, that's a, that's a. Yeah. If you have like four people, you only have to order like two and a child and you have more than enough. Yeah. So, so that's a very good, uh, very good deal. And very when good. we were there just as a couple, we ordered one and had plenty. So my choice is, I have two little choices for dinner. One is Sebastian's. Uh, it's become my new favorite over at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And I love the fact that it's very proximate to the Skyliner. Mm. So coming from Epcot, coming from the studios, if I don't want to do the deal over in those places, they have this steak with yucca fries that's just to die for. Mm. I'll also mention for the, for the more casual dinner side, uh, Roaring Fork. Have you, David, have you done that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love Roaring Fork. Have you guys done, Scotty, have you done that? It's an outdoor um, venue at Wilderness Lodge. I think and No, I think we were going there and then oh, it, okay. it, was, it rained. Okay. So we were able yeah, to... you, you have to get the weather right. That's the tricky part on that because it is outside. But if it's the right time of year and the weather's great, this is, this is killer. So I love that. Any other choices? Any other thoughts on room service? Well, uh, I know we mentioned Poly uh, Polynesian, but anything I that think, really stands out? I think there's some good restaurants over at the Swan Dolphin. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Sometimes I think probably get forgotten unless you're staying there. We haven't stayed there for a while, but we used to stay there often. Um, I like the fountain. It's kind of like diner type stuff. It's not anything fancy, but it's mm -hmm. good. And they've got ice cream there. It's kind of in a neat location because it's you know sort of in the lobby downstairs so you can watch people coming in and out um their kids menus are actually at least they were on viewfinders and so those old toys and so the kids would be given a viewfinder to look at the menu which is kind of fun that is fun oh molino's fun. good italian yeah over yeah. at the swan um yeah. and i've done the steakhouse as well over there um any any other dining mentions we should have here I mean, if you want us, if you like steak, obviously Yachtsman's really rarely hard to get into and has all, all the steak you can desire. Uh, so, yeah, lots of steak to be had. <laughs> okay, so really we don't associate retail experiences so much with hotels, but is there a particular, ah, I'd like to check out their logo wear or brand 
merchandise unique to the resort? Any any particular locations? I, for I one, am big on all things Polynesian. So I definitely will check out the store, the retail location at, um, at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Um, yeah, that's, that's nice. I, I love the, they've really been ramping up lately, the, uh, the monorail themed merchandise of the contemporary, um, which is really neat uh, in the, in that, on that floor of shop. So that's a good place too, if you're popping in for dinner or just walking around to, to jump in and, and grab some monorail merchandise, whether it's a shirt or a, they have like backpacks and just uh, all kinds of stuff that they didn't used to have six, seven years ago. They weren't that resort specific, so. So I meant to mention, I just saw the other day, a monorail, the, the cab of a monorail, and there are six spaces for Pez dispensers. <laughs> and I've decided with my new grandchildren, I'm going to have this monorail and have full Pez dispensers <laughs> available when my grandchildren come to visit. I actually have an entire me. Pez collection, so I need to Do send you really? some. Yeah. What is your best Pez item? I haven't looked at it in a long time. Where I think I. Hmm? Where is this? <laughs> it's in the oh. kitchen. It needs to go out to the garage. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's another podcast. We got to cover your yep. cover your Pez dispenser uh, collection. Uh, all right. I agree with you, Jeff. That the uh, I think Polynesian, you know, yeah. that probably the I favor that. But uh, the contemporary, I mean, they're like, you know, one one place has one thing and another place has another. And also the Grand Floridian has mm -hmm. things that we've mm -hmm. gone, we couldn't find any place else. The bath also. shop there is nice. Yeah, the bath mm -hmm. shop. There. Mm -hmm. There's some really neat merchandise um, at Riviera. And yes. it actually feels like I walked in there and I could have sworn that somebody from Tokyo Disney Resort designed the merchandise okay. for Riviera. Just a lot of cute little things. Uh, and very, I mean, very specific, like Mickey and Minnie are dressed as painters like they are in Topolino's Terrace. And so, or were in Topolino's Terrace. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really neat location just for some unique merchandise that you're only going to get there. Didn't I drag you, uh, Scallies, didn't I drag you to, uh, to Riviera for, uh, for a meal? For yeah, breakfast. we had breakfast. Yeah, we had breakfast over there, which again is really nice because it's off the Skyliner. So right. we got to do Topolinos. Yes, I had had a reservation for Topolinos on the first of July. Disney eradicated all its reservations. Mm -hmm. So disappointing. So anyway, all right. Is there is there a resort hotel you have to say? God, you know, this, cast members are always okay, pretty good, but there is one place where they're really exceptional. It used to be the Polynesian, where I would say they were really went out of their way to be nice, and you couldn't get like ten feet without saying somebody saying aloha. And um, but I don't, we haven't found that to be the case so much anymore. Yeah, I don't want to paint it to where it's it's negative, but I'm just you know you go back and compare it over the last I don't know how many years we've been going 10, 20 years. Obviously, we keep going back. <laughs> uh, so I. I'm just thinking all the, the various ones. Grand Floridians are usually pretty good. But if you're looking for is someone there like that, uh, it hasn't been, a, unfortunately, hasn't been in our experience over the last uh, several Five years. years. Yeah. Uh, it just, I mean, uh, 
it's not that it's bad. It's just not like the, what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Thea, yeah. David, anything stand out? I would actually say that cast member wise, I think that now again, we're with kids most of the time. But I would actually say that I think we get better attention um, uh, at the value resorts than we do at the deluxes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just that there's more kids running around the value resorts um, or what it is, but you know, many more cast members that will mess with the kids and kind of you know bust their chops about stuff and talk to them and ask them questions than at the deluxe resorts. Uh, but we've had in um, I think it was Art of Animation. Do you remember where the kids would talk? It was either there or Pop. Oh, yeah. kids would talk to the managers and it was kind of the same manager that was there every morning when we were headed out to the bus and they would stop the kids and ask them they have like a trivia of the day thing on a mm -hmm. on a board posted and so every day it was the same person that would talk to talk to the kids so yeah that and that that could be part of it that we have the kids and our kids will talk to anyone and everyone and so yeah so we have quite a bit of interaction with them and and to be fair we haven't stayed in a lot of deluxes with them because the accommodations that will hold the five of us, um, we can get longer, a longer stay for less money at a value when there's all five of us. If it's she and I, we might stay at a deluxe. So we may notice it more um, yeah. at the value resorts because we're with the kids. I'm saying it doesn't happen to the deluxes, but I think that we notice it more because we have the three ones, the, the, the three kids attached to us. Now, I will say that, uh, for instance, at Bay Lake, uh, I have been impressed with their, uh, their pool staff, if you will, the lifeguards, because typically, you know, summer days, they're closing down the pool, and uh, we like to hang out. There's an overhang there at Bay Lake Tower at the pool, and uh, so they're there, you know, no problem staying, and they're interacting with us, playing you know, trivia or something like bingo, that, bingo. So, that. Yeah. so I will, I have to, I have to give them, uh, you know, thumbs up there. Uh, so for our non-DVC listeners, I just want to clarify that all this discussion about Bay Lake Towers is really just the contemporary resort. <laughs> and there is something about DVC, you know you're talking to a DVC person when they refer to it as Bay Lake Towers <laughs> instead of Disney's contemporary resort. So I, the, I, I find that so humorous. So for the, for the non, for the listeners here, you look at the complex uh, for the DVC side of the house, uh, Bay Lake Tower, you have its own pool. And for contemporary, you have, they actually have two pools. So as a DVC member, you can use, staying there, you can use all three pools if you want. Uh, we favor more of the Bay Lake just because it's a little smaller, it's not spread out. Uh, where contemporary, it's, it's humongous and there's a lot of room and everything. So. And that same arrangement happens at Wilderness Lodge and at Animal Kingdom right. Lodge. But it seems, it seems like, yeah, it seems like DVC folks staying at Bay Lake Towers are very much in their own little kingdom over there at Bay Lake Towers. You guys can go out to the other places, but I, I don't think that somebody staying in, in, a, in a garden wing at Contemporary is going to, or even really kind of given much uh, freedom to come over to the Bay Lake Tower pool. Is right, that correct? Right, right, right. So any, any thoughts on this, David and Leah? Just... No, I, I mean, I, cause we've, we've stayed in both uh, and it kind of just depends on where we can get the better price for our dates. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I, so this question would be an unusual question, except that DVC is opening next week and there will be no Walt Disney World parks to visit to. Mm -hmm. So this is a legitimate question all of a sudden. 
at least for the next couple of weeks until until the parks open on the 11th. But still, which resorts, resort or resorts, would you prefer to stay in if you never visited a park during your entire stay? Wow. I would probably say the Polynesian. I think it feels the most transportive of the resorts. Uh, and it has the best dining to me. I mean, I'd be totally good if I just ate at those three dining locations, Captain Cook's, Kona, and Ohana. Uh, other than that, the next I'd probably say would be Animal Kingdom Lodge. And yeah. I, don't like, I don't like walking from Kidani Village to get anywhere, but if I was just staying there and I wanted quiet and relaxing, then I'd go to Kidani Village because it's away from the people. That's, I, would, I would probably agree with David is... Uh, the one thing good about Polynesian, uh, yeah, as you said, you have, you, you have several at the Polynesian, but it's not that long of a walk, or you could take the monorail, but it's not that long of a walk just to go down to, to, to the Grand yeah, Floridian, and you can, you know, several more, so you have a lot more options there, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, you got contemporary, you can jump on the monorail, but, uh, but I would probably say, yeah, if, if you can't, you, you can't see anything going anywhere, that's probably... I know for us, I know folks look at us crazy when we be going again. That's where you get that from work. You're going again. Uh, because we've been through the parks, you know, a gazillion times. And we do actually, uh, unlike David, we, we, we chill out. We're not, we're not running apart. There was times when we were younger, we would did that, but it's like, we checked the box there. So it's like, uh, uh, we'll go somewhat to the parks. We're not that uh, boring uh, as, as, <laughs> And Jeff is always challenging us when uh, when we go down, but uh, uh, but I would say definitely Polynesian would be good. Because I, Polynesian would be my vote too. There is something transportive about it, like David mentioned. It's also one of the original Walt Disney World right. resorts, so there's something special about that. I, I love that that feeling there. I love the pool there. Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge are both really good choices. I would say if there was a fourth, it might um, it might be Old Key West. Um, I like the style of their accommodations. And while I don't think their public areas are such so great, you're only a boat ride over to Disney Springs. So you kind of get the best of that world if that's something you're that you're kind of you're looking towards. So um, now, if you were never staying a night, and I know this because I, <laughs> there are a lot of resorts I don't stay a night, what resort would you go to visit even though you weren't staying a night? Um, I think, I mean, I guess it depends on what I'm doing, but the Polynesian I love, as apparently all of us love because we've talked about it a lot. Um, I also really like Art of Animation. Um, especially mm. with kids. I think that's a fun place to walk around to look at all of those characters and the, you know, that are outside all the buildings. And there's some fun play areas there too. So I think that can be, could be a fun place to walk around and, and explore. And now that that's on the Skyliner line too, that's kind of a neat place because the food court, I mean, that's a, a much better food court than you get at any of the other value resorts. And so that might be neat to take the Skyliner over there um, and, and eat. We also really like both Port Orleans. I kind of like walking around Port Orleans, especially walking past the, the Magnolia section and, and seeing those old, those old looking buildings. Uh, so that would be a place that I might go to just hang out for an afternoon if I'm not napping. 
Scallies? If I was just visiting one, just a, I would probably say Grand Floridian. Mm -hmm. uh, you walk in there, they got the piano playing, the music playing, clearly the, the, the scents in the air. Uh, it's, it's, it's very picturesque. I don't know. I think if I was checking that out, I'd probably go to the Grand Floridian. I would definitely say that'd be my number one choice if it were the holidays. Because oh, yeah. nobody yeah. does the holidays quite yeah. like yeah. the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Wilderness Lodge is second, but, yeah. but Grand Floridian a definite, definite first. Yeah, for those planning the holidays, it's, uh, I mean, Contemporary has, Contemporary Bay Lake, they have, okay, I guess they're not too bad. Polynesian, over the years, I haven't been too impressed with their Christmas decorations in comparison yeah. to the others. Uh, but clearly, Grand Floridian, they, they do it up. There's, there's no question about that. So I think if, another, neat yeah. place, another neat place to just go hang out for the day would be um, Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, you can, and there's a lot of like those little rooms, you know, with history lessons kind of in them that you can do. And then go out back and see the animals at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think those could, could be fun and could entertain somebody for the day. You know, a lot of people don't know that, for instance, Animal Kingdom Lodge, one of my um, uh, former colleagues was in charge as a cast member of just the art installation to the original Animal Kingdom Lodge. And that was art at an estimation of over a million dollars. And that doesn't include Kidani Village added later, which has its own set. They, they, are, they are practically museums, um, both wilderness and and Animal Kingdom Lodge because of there's so much to really study and see. And I every time I get over there, like you say, Leah, I just, I wanna see it and I just, time never gives me enough time to. Do they still do tours? Was it Wilderness Lodge that you Wilderness did? Wilderness did. And Animal Kingdom does do some things, but they're more around the animals right. than, um, than it is around, I think the artifacts or the, the pieces in the, in the, uh, in the hotel. So we've talked a lot. We obviously, obviously uh, Polynesian's been on the top a lot, but we've talked about some others. Now we're going to ask that you stay one place for the rest of your life. <laughs> what would that one place, imagine we're going to get you a really nice suite and you're going to stay there the rest of your life. Which hotel would it be? Well, since we're a little, uh, seasoned in age uh in comparison to dave and leah uh i would we would probably vote more for the contemporary bay lake only because of the uh the ease to get the magic kingdom we're magic kingdom lovers uh so yeah i mean obviously we hit the other parks but it's it's for the ease of just getting around uh i i would probably go go there and then second would be either depending on the availability, either Polynesian or Grand Floridian, because then you got ready access to several, uh, uh, several. Uh, Have questions. you ever stayed in the tower rooms at the Contemporary? Yeah. Yeah. How do they compare to, to your rooms? At, I mean, do you like those rooms? I mean, they are rooms as opposed to suites by and large, although there are some suites in the, that uh, yeah. grouping. Do you, do you like those rooms? they're fine they're they're bigger than um most of the other ones um i think i don't remember if they're bigger than polynesian or not but um they're roomy and, and it's nice to have if you on the theme park side you know you can watch the fireworks from your room yeah 
But yeah, even the lake is a really nice view. And we've stayed in the garden wing too a couple of times, several <laughs> times, many times. David Leah, what is your choice? We're going to go the opposite. You don't opposite. have to bring the kids, but <laughs> what is your choice? Um, Polynesian would be first and then contemporary second. I'm going to say, can I, can I say Miracosta in Disney Sea? <laughs> is, that, is that legal? <laughs> so I can just idiot. walk right into the theme park. You, were, you said or you were paying you, and you only yeah. said one resort forever. You didn't say that it had to be in Orlando. Okay, Because if you say no, then I'm going to take Explorer's Lodge in Hong Kong. Uh, you have good taste. Yes. You, uh, David you're, if I, you're paying the bill, my taste can be as good yeah, as it needs to be. We would sign up. You're going to pay us, uh, you know, that's it. That's going to be what he said, for the rest of my life. For and I, it, I, Yeah, for, for, a for a suite. Yes, a suite at Miracosta. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, okay, well, if we're going to go that route, I'm, I'm in for Alani. Uh, okay. as my yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, final I, destination. Right. Yes, I would, I, I would agree with my wife. I think probably, I like the convenience of the contemporary a lot and being able to walk, but I think whole package, it'd be Polynesian. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably ditto for me as well. So, hey, uh, any other final thoughts about what you enjoy most about uh, staying on Walt Disney World property? Other than I, I don't think you can go wrong doing it. I always advise folks who are going down there, if, if they are able to afford it, stay on the park, enjoy the experience, get that Disney experience. Uh, at least try to do it once, right? Well, there must have been a time where you said, okay, uh, this is really expensive compared to 192 Red Roof Inn, but we're gonna take this jump was there a moment where you did it and you said, okay, we're not going back to 192? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, well, the, there used to be really good deals, like for the military particularly. Mm. And I think we started to see that the price difference wasn't that much for, you know, now it is, but at the time, because I, I can remember staying at the Grand Floridian when it first opened for $79 a night. So, you know. Okay. That was pretty good. And you stayed at Shades as well. We have never stayed at Shades. Have you never stayed in Shades? We That's had interesting. A couple times, but then canceled and got something better. Um, with the, they used to have this thing where you could you could book at Shades, but then um, as it got closer to your vacation, they would often give a code that you could stay at one of the deluxe at a really good deal, and so we would always switch out to a deluxe. So, yeah. The reasoning behind it was, uh, as Lori said, is like, okay, I'm going down there for the Disney experience, so I want to, I want the Disney experience, not the military experience. And, you know, <laughs> it's enough. You're in the military. We got the military experience. Want to hit the Disney experience? So, uh, and so that's that's, and I'm glad we did it. But yeah. uh, it's like I said, for those who are just contemplating, if you can do it, you can't go wrong. Whether you you say it the deluxe or even the moderate, I mean, it's you gotta have yeah. a good time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's gonna be clean and. Yes, the people are friendly, uh, and, and you know, the staff is friendly. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I kind of like it. Thank you. There, and I could take my purse, throw it in the locker, and put my magic band on, and I don't have to look at my purse or real life again until we leave. Until you go home and pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> David, Leah, do you have any final thoughts? Well, obviously, we love staying on property, and I think... I think it's, I think a lot of, sometimes people think they're going to save tons of money by staying off property, which 
they can save some, but um, you then have to pay for parking at the parks when you're there. And then the convenience, you know, you need to weigh that as a cost too. Um, think about the traffic getting there, your time then getting from the parking lot in and then out. A lot of, we have some, you know, we have clients that'll say, oh, we're just going to stay off property and they're planning on going back for naps in the afternoon for kids. And like, that's, it's not as doable as you think it is. Disney World is a lot bigger than I think people realize. And so I think especially when you have children that you might be taking back for naps, I think it's it's enough of a benefit to stay on property. It's a lot more messy to get off property. We've done it um, and I'm sure we will do it again, but it's not, it's not our favorite. You just spend a lot of time in the car. And um, like John said, I think it's, it's not magical <laughs> to, to leave and, you know, you have to get back to the parking lot and load into your car and then drive for 10, 15, 20 minutes after you've left the Magic Kingdom, you know, after fireworks. So for us on property, if, if that, if we can swing it on that trip, that's for sure going to be something that we will always do. It's I like just, to, I like to tell my clients convenient at Disney convenience costs yeah. and you've got to decide how much convenience you want to pay for. And so somebody that says, well, we're going to get a vacation home and we're going to go back and take, you know, and, and do dinner at home and get the kids down for a nap. It, it'll be cheaper. There's no doubt there, but you've got to decide and realize a nap, getting back, leaving a park and getting back to a park and taking a nap for a kid is probably about a four to five hour round trip experience. Mm -hmm. By the time you start leaving the park, wherever you are in the park, getting out to the buses, if a bus is waiting there and you're lucky, okay, you get on, but then you're a 15, 20 minute ride on a bus if you're staying at a value or a moderate or a deluxe not by the park you're at. Then you've got to get the kid off out of their stroller and back into the room and put them down to sleep, let them sleep for a couple hours, get up and do the whole thing in reverse. It's not as easy as you, know, as you might think it is. Um, and so doing that off property is even more magnified because then you've got to get in your car and drive out and then go through the, the, you know, the, um, the parking tolls again. And it's just more complicated than it seems. So if it's in budget, especially because there are value resorts that, I mean, let's be honest, the value accommodations are starting to um, come close to with everything you're doing with the Skyliners and the moderates. I mean, Grand Destino Tower does, feels nothing like a moderate resort, which is evidenced by the fact that that's apparently where they're putting up some of the NBA players. And so yeah. um, it's, it, it, there's, there's getting to be a much finer line so that people can experience different things in budget and slowly move themselves up to something like Polynesian Contemporary uh, Boardwalk, something like that. There is an expression that Disney World is twice the size of the island of Manhattan. So one way of thinking about this is if you were to go visit New York City, would you stay in Queens? Would you stay in the Bronx? Or would you stay in Manhattan right. to visit Manhattan? And, and it's almost... It's almost that, that, uh, at that level. It's like going from Queens or the Bronx into Manhattan just to, to go from wherever you stay on I Drive or 192. Just or, to add what David had to say, when our kids were young, uh, we, we would go in the daytime. So typically, if you're staying on property, this is when we were staying on property, that is. Uh, mm -hmm. You can get there, let's say Magic Kingdom, rope drop is eight o'clock, nine, whatever. Uh, you, you're there, you're already there, you're all in front of the line. You do a couple, three things there. And like you said, okay, kid needs to take a nap. You jump in the monorail or a boat or whatever. You're back in your hotel probably within an hour. 
uh, this is assuming the monorail doesn't break down. Uh, so you're, you're back, you know, in your room. Uh, and so it's a more, much more enjoyable, I yeah. think, uh, experience. And you talk about the price. Let's also talk about the price of the tickets. Because the tickets are rather high. So if you want to really get the bang for the buck, so to speak, you're you going to take one close. way or the other. I mean, you, cause as, as David said, is, okay, you're taking five hours out of your day to kind of get your kid to, to nap. Okay. Well, you just basically, you're, you're blowing your ticket for that day. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think it's a, it's something that folks need to really take a hard look at. I would, I would definitely stay on property if you can swing it, Better, much better experience. David, Leah, John, Lori, thank you so much for being part of this conversation. Okay, and uh, we look forward to seeing you all at the parks soon. We will meet at the resorts. All right, great. So, thanks, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks, bye-bye. We thank you for joining us for this Disney at Play podcast. We appreciate the Scallies and the Zanolas for being with us and for their input. And uh, we hope that you are starting to get excited about your upcoming uh, Walt Disney World vacation, hopefully not too long in the future. Meanwhile, we have so much to explore at DisneyAtPlay.com where we look at all things that we love about Walt Disney World and all the Disney parks, as well as DisneyAtWork.com where you can learn best in business practices that you can apply from Disney to your own organization. So please join us at both sites, subscribe, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because there's so many more things coming up leading up to the opening of the, re of the, of the parks and, and so much more. So be sure to subscribe to that. Subscribe to our J. Jeff Kober pod, um, YouTube channel. Make sure you uh, join in on that too. There's so much to see and so much to do, and we thank you for being with us. In the words of Sinbad, storybook voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.